welcome to chat with me, with Michael Brooks, and I do realise how much I sounded like a policeman at the beginning there. Um, welcome to the second episode, which is Emmy Awareness Week, because this week is Emmy Awareness Week. And Emmy Awareness Day takes place tomorrow, which is uh, Friday the 12th of May, and the whole month of May is Emmy CFS and Fibromyalgia Awareness Month. So it's very important to raise awareness for these conditions. So anyway, moving on, why is ME awareness important? I think from a personal point of view, I'd say there's still quite a lack of knowledge towards conditions like ME. Um, it's definitely been underfunded in the past, although it's slowly picking up. It certainly needs more research, um, which is going on all the time. Trust me, there's so much going on at the moment. And I will dedicate an episode down the road about research because I'm part of and an ambassador for Decode ME or Decode Me, which is a big study that's looking into the genetics of ME patients to see if there's any predecessing um traits that would make someone more susceptible to catching ME or or not but also hopefully to see if we can get people diagnosed quicker which seems to be the target at the moment is to get the diagnosis early because a lot of people take quite some time before they get the diagnosis so I think the research is so important and raising the awareness about it is just as important because for so long Emmy's kind of been in the shadows of a lot of other conditions and I think it's yeah it's just it's sad but that so many people suffer with it and yet still so little is known about it properly and there's still a taboo around it especially because of outbreaks before like in the Royal Free Hospital you had the yuppie flu as they recalled it in the 80s and um, it's kind of made people think like it's not a real illness and like it's all in the head and I know people have have gone to the doctors and they've been told they've got mental problems or it's their mental health that is the issue and don't get me wrong I think when you have a condition like ME, you are going to have some mental sides of it because you will possibly suffer with a bit of depression, some anxiety, because you don't know what's going on with your body and the medical team don't either. And you kind of get the diagnosis. And then some for some people, it's almost like they've left, they, they are left to fend for themselves. I feel fortunate that my, my GP is really good. She does what she can. She She's got the purple book that comes um, from the ME Association and she does follow that as much as she can and as much as my body can tell her as well because obviously I know my body best. Um, but yeah, for some people it's just um, they haven't been that fortunate and they're almost like they're kind of left to rot, especially when you're at the severe spectrum or that 25% um, where you are bed bound all the time and there's no real support or help for you. You might have your carers or your family who come and help, but it's it's a difficult one. And I think, I know some people say, oh, you shouldn't be posting about ME all the time. It's, okay, 
yeah, you don't want to have, especially on Instagram, a feed just about that. But at the same time, without it, people just think you're okay. You know, they see you when you're at your best or they don't see the struggle that you have throughout the day just to manage one simple task. Like for me, taking the girls to school, it, you know, and then generally I'm home in bed till I have to pick them up or, or they get a lift home. So it's really difficult. And um, I think the general public just need to be a bit more aware of what we do go through. And it seems really sad long COVID has come about with the recent pandemic and now they're starting to see correlations between long COVID and ME and saying that most people with long COVID could probably get an ME diagnosis. Now, um, it's that has in a sense kind of kick-started a bit more awareness about ME, a bit more talking about it, um, on especially on the news, local news and whatnot. But it, it seems, it's just, for me, I think it's a little bit sad that it's taken long COVID to get a bit more of a kickstart. Whereas if people had, put, you know, I don't want to say put more into it because that sounds like people aren't, the people that are, are, are 110% putting as much in as they possibly can to help people with ME and CFS. But I think it would have been, long COVID might have been easier to manage or get the help to the people if we knew more about ME. It, I, I just think it, we could have been there to help them and it's it it's not happened that way because it's been underfunded for so long. But there we go. We still, the, the pe people who suffer, who have it, I just don't say suffer, that's a bad word, um, but the patients who have the condition, they, they know how tough it is to have this condition and that's why we raise awareness and with it being the awareness week and month there has been lots done over the past and things that happen every year um for instance millions missing they um it started away i think it was america that started it i want to say it could be uk but they um wanted to make a stand and and now it happens all over the world but they had it that we left pairs of shoes outside um it was in the uk and anyway, it was outside of whitehall by parliament buildings because we wanted to say that you know this illness is such a horrendous one that these people these shoes represented the people that couldn't be there and there were plenty of people there in wheelchairs power chairs you know with carers um, walking aids of all sorts to raise awareness but obviously there were so many that couldn't be there on the day the idea was to make a real big message just when you could see all the shoes with no one stood in them it, it was quite powerful and um i think that was from was it hashtag me action and if you go to either my brooks me at swift or the chat with me podcast on instagram i've got a link tree there and you can read all about it and it's got other links which I shall be talking about throughout the program too. But the main focus I wanted to have was on Blue Sunday, which happens on the Sunday at the end of ME Awareness Week. And it was um, brought to life by uh, a lady called Anna Redshaw, who'd been diagnosed with ME for some time. And she's got a blog called Me, Myself and I. I'll give you the link to that in a second. 
and um, she created the concept of Blue Sunday, which is a tea party for me or for Emmy, depending on how you want to look at it. And it was born in 2013 as a way to raise money and awareness of what we would say is quite often a neglected condition. So I, th- I want to get this correct. I'm pretty sure it was um, she. She'd missed a couple of birthdays because obviously with Emmy, your birthdays come and go and sometimes you don't get to celebrate. And she wanted to do something uh, that people could do at home. They Not necessarily, because not everyone could get to Whitehall or get to the local constituencies and um, protest or stand up to be counted because it, with the illness that it is, that's quite a hard thing to do. So the idea was that she would um, have a tea party that everyone could join in you literally pay at no more than a fiver. It doesn't have to be much. Just what you would pay for a cup of tea or coffee and a slice of cake if you went to a coffee shop. And and just wear blue and take photographs, put it on your social media and, you know, get the awareness out there. And, um, yeah, and I, we do it now as well at home. We've got um, our tea party on Sunday. We were going to try and do a bigger one, but with a few things going on in Windsor, like the coronation, hall show, all things around our area, it was it's kind of hard to try and fit it in. So we, we might kind of look next year of doing it either before or slightly later so we can, you know, raise a bit more awareness. But my wife, Lindsay, is going to do be raising awareness at, um, work this week and she's taking leaflets and everything she's going to do like a little cake stand and people can just come and learn a bit more about um, ME and to be fair without Anna Redshaw kind of putting this idea out here perhaps it, it may never have happened so thank you Anna it's, it's really it's such a lovely thing to know that there's so many people carers friends of people who have ME family of take part in this on the Sunday because that's what it's all about we need to be a voice we need to be seen which can be very hard when you suffer with ME and um, yeah if you want to find more about Blue find out more about Blue Sunday um, she's got a big blog post about it and it's at www.the-slow-lane.com and the link to that is in both my personal Instagram and the Chat With Me podcast Instagram. And also, when you, because that, um, the ones that I've got for her will take you to her own link tree, and there's donation links there for that. Or if you go to um, either of my Instagrams, you can donate to the ME Association, which is set up um, there. So, it doesn't have to be much and only and again only pay what you can afford and um, because yeah at the end of the day it's not it's not the best of times money wise for most people at the moment so i don't want to be going give us your money because i'm not I, you know it's not not the way i am and um, but at the end of the day just raising awareness is enough so I, I did put out on my Instagram page uh, last week, I think not long after the first episode went out, um, to see what listeners are doing um, via fundraisers, um, awareness and such. I've had a few people get back to me, um, which is pretty good. So the first one is the obvious one, Blue Sunday by Anna 
redshore that happens every year and it's actually um the 10 year anniversary this year because she started it in 2013 so <clears throat> that's one big thing that happens for most people i think joining with that and i know i was looking on the action for me instagram page and um there's a girl on there called Amanda Shortman. She, uh, her um, handle is at a spiral dance, and she's hosting a Zoom Blue Sunday. So if you go to the Action for ME uh, Instagram page, and there's the sign up info on there. It's two to four p.m. It gives you the link so you can book your place, so you don't have to be alone on. Uh, Blue Sunday because I know for some people they might not be able to get out of the bedroom or the living room so it's definitely be a nice way to join in with other people who have or are care for someone who has the illness and um, I will I made a note of this I will share that page onto my stories as well today so if you can't find it just go to my stories it'll be quite simple and um yeah another one joanna baxter um her handle is at a mountain to climb for m.e she is hosting a raffle for me which um is looks really I, every time I, I go onto instagram there's another prize added so there's tons of prizes a lot of them are handmade as well from other people who have the conditions so that, that's quite good because it's raising awareness it's raising money for a few of the charities that she gives a list out on her page and it should be quite fun because there's quite a lot of handmade lots of craft and lots of pictures it, it, it's actually quite beautiful to see some of the creations so i'm looking forward to see uh, the way things are going i think everyone who enters enters is probably going to get a prize so <laughs> it look, but it, it does look um, a lot of fun um obviously i've um mentioned that i'm doing the tea party with my girls at home just some um, gluten-free cakes and tea and coffee um, probably Aurora will probably have water Atty might have tea she likes red bush tea she's a bit crazy um, but um, so tea coffee cakes should be a bit of fun and um, also which has been really good this year I'm, I can't say they do it every year but I they have this whether it's special for the decade or not but Anna Redshaw's teamed up with a girl called Hannah who in it is the founder of Sunshine Makes and Bakes, and her handle's the same, at Sunshine Makes and Bakes. And they've done a package that you could buy, which includes bunting, cake toppers that are um, edible, uh, some coasters, and yeah, it should be a lot. I've got the pack, I got the pack, because there's only so many made, but they have done a digital for, form of this pack as well, so you can actually download it and print it and i think it even gives you the print that you can do on edible paper but i think the problem with that is you probably have to go and source somewhere that can um, make it into edible cake topper but yeah that's um uh, that's looks yes yeah, a lot of fun it's it's quite a nice little idea and it's it gets hannah's um she suffers with me too so it, it's kind of her little baby and she bakes locally and yeah it's such a lovely little package and it just makes it you feel like you're even more part of blue sunday because you've got the actual um stuff to go with it and like i mentioned earlier go to either of my instagram pages and you can donate to the me association there 
and also um, one that Aurora is pretty excited about. Um, her school is celebrating ME Awareness Day on the 12th of May and that's with all children and they're encouraged to wear blue for the day and there's going to be info packs and it's actually quite a nice info pack that came with an email to all the um, parents this week and that looks pretty pretty cool and Aurora's really looking forward to wearing her Go Blue For Me uh, Emmy Association t-shirt which she's not yet worn it might be a bit big for her because I'm sure it's I think it's small adults but she's going for it anyway and fair play to her so um, yes and for Awareness Week now um, I will be touching on this subject next week but I'll go into that at the end of the show um, but the main focus for Emmy Awareness Week or Emmy Awareness Month this month from the World um, Action for Emmy um, founders that they want to get out there and it's going by every single charity, Emmy Association, um, Smile for Me, Action for Emmy, they're all putting it forward, is to raise the awareness of one of the main symptoms which kind of separates Emmy from most chronic conditions and that's PEM, or post-exertional malaise, which is where you can do an activity mental, physically, and if it's slightly out of your baseline, um, it can cause, or it doesn't, it can, it will cause a, a, an exasperation of symptoms, basically, it can, which can last days, weeks, months, years even, which is what I'm finding at the moment with my relapse, which is a bit, frustrating but you know I've been through it many times before but and it it's basically it's it is the the one symptom really that a lot of ME sufferers will understand and the idea is we want to wear raise the awareness behind it so that when people think of ME they it's one of the symptoms that is goes along with it it's one that people will automatically go oh oh post-exertional malaise because a lot of people when you say it don't have a clue what it is especially if they don't suffer with it so and they've put their hashtag out there called and it's hashtag listen to me where you basically if you want to this week if you've got the energy share your experience of post-exertional malaise put that hashtag in and because the tagline for it is where pushing harder makes you worse because that is exactly what it is a lot of illnesses i know like fibromyalgia can you can do a bit of stretching and, and it can it can take away a bit of the pain and aches not necessarily not for all obviously it's not one size fits all but um it certainly can um ease some of the pains a little bit whereas with me if you do exercise the chances are any form of exercise or mental exercise it's going to cause your symptoms to flare up and c could cause or trigger a relapse so um, moving on like I say post-exertional malaise I'm going to do an episode about that and I'll tell you that a little bit more towards the end of the show uh, but a quick fun fact I did briefly touch on it last week or sorry two weeks ago I'm not, week not weekly am I um, Florence Nightingale. Now she is the reason why Emmy Awareness Day is on May the twelfth because that is her birthday. And now you're saying, what's that got to 
do with ME? Well, I shall tell you. She was the founder of modern nursing, and in 1860, she established the Nightingale Training School. And she did this all pretty much from her bed because she was pretty much bedridden with an illness that resem- resembles ME, CFS, or fibromyalgia. It came with all the criteria, the exhaustion, the being absolutely shattered after doing an exercise. So, um, yeah, so it's the, the reason we have ME Awareness Day on May the 12th is because that's her birthday. And did she have ME? We don't know. But it is highly likely because she suffered with what most of us, the symptoms that most of us go through on a daily basis. So, yeah. And so, again, happy ME Awareness Day for tomorrow. And I would still love to hear anything that you guys are up to this week uh, on Sunday for Blue Sunday, if you are, or just in general for the month, if there is anything you are doing. So just to quickly shout out again to Anna Redshaw for um, starting Blue Sunday. So happy Blue Sunday to anyone who is going to take part. Uh, Happy ME Awareness Day for tomorrow. And don't forget, if you would like to donate any money at all towards any of the ME charities, go to Anna Redshaw's link on my um, Instagram page. And there's a list and how and where you can donate or you can just donate via my page to ME Association on both my Instas. And yeah, so next show, which I've kind of touched on briefly, was I was originally going to do it about research to tie in with it being the end of ME Awareness Month, but I figured with the um, symptom PEM post-exertional malaise being quite up there this month this week that's what we're trying to get out there and to get people to understand anyone listening if you've got an experience with PEM definitely message me or DM me I will put a post out where you can respond on that as well or a story where you can respond and yeah I'll be interested to hear what experiences you've had with it because again everyone who suffers with ME has a different um, experience they're not all the same so it would definitely be good to hear any stories at all so i can put them out there on the next show and um yeah like i said i was going to include it today but i I figured with it being such a, a a big part of this illness it deserves its own show so yeah my dms are open so please do leave me anything about post surgical malaise and I will try and put them onto the show next time. And at that, I'm going to call it a wrap and say thank you so much for listening. And the show, like I mentioned last time out, is whatever you want it to be. So if there's something you want me to cover, um, if you think I need something else added to the show, any segments, please, 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 please do get in touch with me um, at brooks me at swift or at chat with me podcast on instagram and i will try and accommodate you all as best as i can this is still all relatively new to me um it's still very strange hearing myself talk back through the headphones so uh, (laughs) i am getting used to it and i'm sure as the weeks go on 
and the shows go up, I will be a lot more smoother, a lot more with it. But I just want to make this just a fun 20 to 30 minutes for you all. And again, it, it might be Emmy Awareness Week, but to be fair, it should it's Emmy Awareness Week every week for us because we need to make sure that people understand what we're going through and we're listened to. So with that said, remember, remember the hashtag listen to me put out a story about post-exertion malaise if you can and if you can't but you want to get it out there via me send me a message and i will do that on the next show anyway thank you for listening happy emmy awareness day for tomorrow and i will speak to you again soon bye